that there's clarity in what I look like, who I am. The second part of the process is as God names me. God doesn't just name me Les or Leslie Charles Heron, but he actually names me, I think, seasonally there's a name. We see that in Scripture in the Old Testament specifically, or even with um, Saul becoming Paul and things like that. So we have names, and then seasons have names, and just like you have a family name, you know, we, we, we're living with um, uh, in the same house as Cretia's parents, and we're calling it, their last name is Wood, so we're calling it Wood-Heron, the Wood-Heron home. So we've given our, our new home a name instead of just the Heron. We're usually the Houston Herons when we do um, emails or anything on Facebook with the family. And um, so now we're, it's the Wood-Heron home. If you come to our house, the internet is Wood-Heron. Um, something to that combination. So, But God names us, and the third part is God, for the vision that he has for you, there's provision. Most of us are busy eating up the provision that God has for the vision. Most of us are eating up with our calendar and our, our life he wants us to live. And we, we say, I don't have any provision. I would do this if I had more time. But then all of our time is eaten up uh, doing other things that aren't going towards that vision. The fourth one is empowerment, that the Holy Spirit empowers us. And this is all out of Romans. And um, this idea that the Holy Spirit is there, that for to live the life that I'm supposed to live, to live the life I want to live is impossible for me to do in and of myself. I need the Holy Spirit to do that. And it's not me being lazy, but it's me following the lead of the Holy Spirit. And we talked about that last Sunday. This Sunday, the fifth step is going to be the last. We talk about this for a while. And it's the, the idea that there's completion in the vision of God. And I'm going to focus on that this morning. Um, but we're going to look at the, 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 this idea that we are not waiting on God to do something good in our life. He's already done something good. And he's waiting on us to increase our belief, increase our vision, increase our sight, to be partakers of the cross, to be partakers of communion more than just, I'm going to eat a cracker and I'm going to eat a juice. And I, I really liked what Stevie shared there, but it's, it's more than that. So we're, when we are, are using the language and the process we're in in our life, well, I'm just waiting for God to change my spouse. I'm just waiting for God to heal me. I'm just waiting for God to tell me change. I don't have to obey God. It's actually in his ball court. I've done my part and God's the one who's not doing his part. But when we have the, the picture of the cross, it, it, it constantly says that it was completed at the cross and then we access that completion. And in, in Galatians 3, I'm going to read 1 through 5 and uh, it says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as having been crucified? How would you like that that be the start? Hey, you foolish person, who has tricked you? Who has deceived you? You know, this idea of foolish Galatians is that are you mindless? What are you, mindless? Now, some of us have probably been called that by our spouses, right? What are you, mindless? What were you telling our kids? What were you thinking when you did that? And it's mindless. It witnesses, witless, have you lost the ability to think straight? And I was thinking in the UK, it would be what? Are you daft? Are, are, are you out of your mind? Um, or are you just, dude, are you crazy? It'd be something like that, that idea. Are you, are you just insane? In Espanol, estás muy loco, see? Yes, yeah, yeah, see? You're welcome. We're bilingual here. But this is, this is idea that 
foolish to be tricked. You've been so foolish to be tricked. And that word bewitched is to be ensnared and tricked and confused into... He's saying, who trapped you? How dumb do you have to be to be trapped by this idea that he's been talking about in chapter 2? Especially those of you that are here that, that have seen Jesus, as publicly portrayed. They've been with Jesus. They've seen Jesus. And we think, man, if Jesus was here, I'd never be tricked. I would never, I would never um, go back to the law or go back to religion or go back to my flesh. But we see that here in Galatians in the early church. It's, a, it's almost a default position. So verse 2, I want only to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of the faith? Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now trying to be made complete by the flesh? Now, is Paul really truly seeking answers to this? Because he says here, I only want to learn this from you. And he already knows the answer because he taught them. He led many of them to the Lord. He started many of these churches that he's going back to in many of these regions. He's, he's, it, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a methodology here in his conversation that is actually helpful when you ask a series of obvious questions. And the, obvious, the answers are obvious. It leads you to, because he says, he says here, I only want to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of laws? Of the law or by hearing of the faith? Of course, it's by faith. Then he says, are you so foolish? By the way, anytime the Lord asks us, are you so foolish? The answer is yes. All right? Maybe not when other people, but when the Lord's asking you a question, he's just wanting you to see that thing. He's wanting you to hear your answer and hear how it resonates with you. Having begun by the Spirit, are you now trying to be made complete by the flesh? The answer is, yes, they were. That's what they've been teaching. They were taught that you come into the family by the Spirit, by faith, by believing in the work of the cross. And now people have come in and said, but you have to have a surgery on your private parts called circumcision in order for you to really be in the family. You're in, but there's more. It's kind of like that, you know, those knives, the Ginsu knives, you know, and it does this. And but wait, there's more. It cuts tires. But wait, there's more. It, you know, it, it, it does um, sheet rocking. But wait, there's more. For $19.99, you get two. But wait, there's more. There's a small set also. And that's what religion does to us all the time. That, that's, what, that's what the foolishness is when we say it's Jesus and Jesus alone and the work of the cross. And then I also have to not be blank or I have to do blank. That's the foolishness he's talking about. But until I do this, God won't be happy with me. Or I believe, but until I do this, God cannot use me. And that, that is a form of pride. Because if you say, God should always use me, I'm amazing. We know that's pride because it's about you. But when we say, I'm bad, he can't use me. I decided that the cross has no effect in my life. That's pride also. It's just the flip side of the same coin. And he's saying, how foolish can you be that you would think that you can do anything to enhance this amazing gift that's been given to you? That's not saying that there's nothing you can do, but it's the right good works that we've talked about. Verse, verse 3, are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now trying to be made complete by the flesh? Yes, they were. The verse 4, have you cut, suffered so many things for nothing, if indeed also it was nothing? 
He's saying, have you suffered so much in your belief for Jesus that now you're saying none of that actually worked, that now I have to do something more? Because if we're going to go in belief, we go fully into belief. But if we're going to have works, we don't add works to belief. We just have to do a lot of works. Because if any work can get us any closer to God, then the cross of Christ is to no avail. Then the cross of Christ doesn't mean anything for us because there's a way for us to get into the kingdom. You do so by the works of the law or the, by the hearing of faith. The answer is obvious. It's by the work of, it's by the hearing of faith. It's not by works of law. That's why our hearing is so important. That's why our worship is so important. That's why when you get home and there's any conflict, you should, you should have some go-to music that, that, that drowns out your soul that drowns out that enlightens it 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 lifts it up so your spirit man is talking that's why you have go-to scriptures that you might have to stand up and stand aloud and speak them out but because the enemy's coming to trick you to saying you wouldn't be depressed if blank you wouldn't be poor if blank you would have a better marriage you would have a better job you'd have a better blank if this if you would add more and jesus constantly says the holy spirit constantly says believe Jesus said the good works for us to do to see the things that Jesus is, Jesus did is to believe. And it's not just to believe, I believe that he's up there or I believe that he's out there. But it's I believe that he's in here and he's wanting to get out there through me in here. A lot of times we circumvent our part in in ministry. So we know that. We talk to people and we invite them to church. We need people to speak to other people to bring them into salvation, right? We, don't, we, we, we know that God could just go and knock on doors himself. He could send a mighty wind and people, but he chooses people to lead people into salvation, right? And so he chooses us to work in the world. And he does that through a, a, the process of showing us what, who we are, whose we are, our name, providing us with the gifts. And we have to rise up our faith. I do have um, a vision for my life because God's given me a vision. I do have a name and it's a special name and heaven knows my name. I do have provision that if the Lord says I'm supposed to step out and build a business, um, have a baby, give financially, start a ministry, start a home group, go to Africa, whatever it is, that I do have the provision will rise up as I follow in that. And then I do, I am empowered by the Holy Spirit. And each one of those comes not by working hard at getting one. Each one of those comes by a belief that comes in and it rises me up. So I rise up and I I begin to speak the vision. I rise up and I name the vision. I rise up and I claim and I get the provision. I recognize that it's there and I, I get on budget and I start using my provision for the vision. I've talked some about this 37 month mandate that the Lord's given me. He's like, unless you're in the empowerment part, you, you don't, you don't believe that I'll empower you to do what you see in your heart that I'm telling you to do. So God's given me a vision. God's given me a name. It's called humble oil that we're just starting some of that. And, um, for the first Saturdays, and there's a, there's a Facebook group and a Facebook event if you want to get on that. I'd love you to get on it so you know that we're having it. Don't just come if you're like, think I want to be a healing evangelist. It's like I want to rise up the culture and expectation and hope for healing 
through me, in me, and for my community and for my family, and let that overflow. And um, so I'm in, I'm, I'm in that fourth. And, you know, it, it's encouragement to me to know when I think past that I'm in, that the Lord's going to complete that for me if I believe. And my belief isn't lazy or sloppy or doesn't mean I don't do things. It means that I believe and it begins to rise up things, begins to rise up the right good works for me um, to do. So in the, this, this first part of the process is that God has a vision for me. And when I start this journey, I, I see that I'm always in the process of him completing that vision for me. God's vision for you is never, is never for you to be sick and tired and depressed. That's never his plan for you. So if you're ever in that, don't let wrong doctrine, don't let the enemy say it's just your lot in life. That's just what's going to happen to you. It's just bad and there's generational things there, which could be true, but the Lord removes them. There's things you did in your past that were bad, which could be true, but the Lord redeems them. And so we have this mentality often that we're waiting on the Lord and the Lord is actually passionately um, pursuing us to hear our name, to grab our identity, to walk in our destiny. He's provided for us. And um, there's a completion. So when the Lord gives me or you a life to live, we just say yes and amen. If the Lord says, I want you to move in this direction, because we're all ministers. It's not just like I'm a minister or somebody else. It's, it's just we're all ministers. We're all serving God, glorifying his name, and moving people closer to him and doing our, doing our thing right. And um, so Paul is passionately saying, you start it well, what in the heck has happened to you? And you know what? If you're making all the decisions in your life, you will never feel like you're moving towards completion. You'll always feel like you're struggling. I have a friend who has a big decision in front of them, and I've talked to them four or five times. And about the fourth time, I said, you know what? I kept asking, what is God saying? Well, I don't want to be one of those people that do blank and blank. What is God saying? Is this God's direction for you? Well, I want to. Or, well, I don't want to. It's us. Whenever, when we're in that process, we don't, we get to but we shouldn't want to tell God exactly how everything works. All right? Now, he likes us engaging, saying, God, I'd like to see more of this in church. I'd like to see more, more joy in my family. I'd like to see more prosperity. And then allow the Lord, he engages with us. But it's so much more powerful when we, when we engage with the Lord. And the, the Christian life will always be a struggle unless we surrender to the pattern and to the process and to the model that the Lord has for us. And that's never one of judgment. That's never one of unforgiveness. That's never one of hatred or anger or bitterness or, or, or prejudice or racism or sexist. It's, it's never, those are never things that actually help us move anywhere. So in any area of your life that you're dealing with anger at something and uh, depression, unforgiveness, that's an area where you said, I will completely stop the process of you working in my life. God, stop right here. I'm unwilling to forgive them, so stop. Angry, I want to continue to be a victim. I want to continue to complain. I want to continue to point fig fingers. And you're saying, God, stop right there. I don't want to grow up anymore. 
I don't want to mature anymore. Part of God's, I've, I've talked a practical path of God's vision, but these, these emotional things or these soulish things that our mind, our will, and our emotions take a hold of, those things that are manifest themselves in our physical body and medicine that fest themselves in our physical work and that our life produces. So it's not just like I will go and acquire wealth and I'll be bitter and unforgiving. You can acquire wealth, but the wealth you really want, the prosperity you really want is the one that's coming because God is giving it to you and you're simply receiving it. And we, we kind of covered that a little bit. And, um, Someone in this situation in Galatians has come in and said, yes to faith, but there's more. Yes to faith, but work is needed. They have said, you need to put in more effort. You need to be a better person. You need to stop doing this. You need to start doing that. And I'm going to tell you, the life of faith is that those things will stop, but we let God stop them. There are things we engage in. We don't have to, we don't have to fight so much as we think against something, we fight from that position of his righteousness. And, um, you know, in this idea of, a, of, a, of a, the completion of the cross, I have a couple questions, and don't, you don't answer them. They're going to be kind of like Apostle Paul. They're not going to be as good as Apostle Paul's, but... Um, uh, is the work at the cross completed? You have to answer, yes, it is, or no, it isn't. If it's yes, then it's completed. If it's no, then you've got a lot of, lot of work to do to become perfect. Um, is the work in your life completed? No, it's not completed. His work is completed. Your work isn't. But your work is actually coming from the completed work. It's not for the completed work. So we don't work for completion we work from completion so we see myself here we see that god is transforming me to be this person over here and i and 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 i begin to agree with the one and the only one who can call things that aren't as though they were so he calls me even though i may look incomplete i may act incomplete he's calling me complete based on the completion of the work of the cross so here's another illustration of that I've got Victoria over here as a prime example of a great illustration. Can you use as an illustration? <laughs> um, Grace Heron. Mom and dad, Leslie Charles Heron, Cresha K. Heron. You would have to do a lot of work to find out anything other than just that right there. That has supplanted the old truth with a new truth that's truer than the old truth ever was. God's completion does that. It could have been true that you were a rat. It could have been true that you were awful. It could have been true that you were wicked and you have all the proof to, 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 to prove that you were this way. But there's a new truth, a more powerful truth that supersedes that truth, and that's God's truth. We see it kind of with gravity. The truth of gravity is if I... If I go up into the sky and I and, and I fall, I'm gonna gravity's. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna hit the ground. You know, it's not the fall that kills you; it's hitting the ground that kills you. And and so if I, I can't fly, that's a law. But I, I get in a, a greater law, the law of the aerodynamics and the law of, of of flight, and then I can fly. And so 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 I can go in the air. At you know, it's crazy when you think you're you're three miles up in the air, going like hundreds of miles an hour, going over an ocean. And you have a little beep 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 
you see yourself going over the ocean. It's just, but I still think it's really amazing as you're watching like four movies and uh, and having dinner while you're on the plane. But um, so that that supersedes, and so we have to like really our faith has to be not am I good enough? Now the work of adoption for us is completed. The work in my life as a child is not completed. Does that make sense? The, the work of Victoria's life as a young lady, as a human, as a, as a person who's going to grow up, go to college, get married, all of those things. Her work is not completed yet. Um, but she doesn't have to try, not even for one little teeny tiny bit, to prove who she belongs to. You don't have to try one little teensy tiny bit to prove who you belong to. At all. Even if you don't act like your father, you don't have to prove to anybody. You don't have to prove to him. And so it's that where we start everything, and that's where we end everything, and that's where we go. Every single issue in your life, Steve, you was right. You don't need more sleep. You don't need more money. You don't need less drugs or less alcohol or less blank or more of something. You need him, and in him... In, in that adoption, and that completion, all things at that time then become possible. We just randomly, everything's possible, but we have no belief in what makes it possible. And we only hope for things that we already think are possible. Well, I hope I get another job. I hope I have a blank. Well, we don't hope like, I hope I, I, hope I, uh, um, I hope I lay hands on this person and cancer flees and goes out of their body and they're completely healed. That, wouldn't that be something to really actually hope for? I hope I hope I can pray for somebody and their confusion just boom leaves like that. I hope I hope that I make so much money that it's overflowing. I'm such a good steward that I give it away and I build orphanages in blank country. We, what we think is I hope I get enough. And so this idea of we have a vision, there is, it is a vision for us. There's something there that we're supposed to have, and there's something in that completion. And um, we work from completion, not for completion. So I'm not, I'm not hoping I make it. I'm assured I make it. It would be like um, me and Aubrey. We're both football players, both high school football players, right? He was a lot better than me, I'm sure. Um, I just played ninth grade and, and junior high and ninth grade. You probably went all the way, right? No, you, you fell in love and started chasing Erica and she made you quit playing football. I know, I know, I know that. It ruined my NFL career too. No, think about that. If, if, if we're going to suit up, me and Aubrey are going to suit up and we're, it's just all the, all the guys here, we have enough to make an NFL team. You are going to, we're going to all suit up and we're going to go out and play the Super Bowl today. Hurt me. Nothing can wreck my day. Nothing can steal my joy. I can give it away. I can act hurt. I can act like a victim. I can sideline myself. But no matter what happens on that field today, I get that giant trophy and I get Gatorade or whatever poured over me and they have a ticker tape parade when I come to my hometown. What's that trophy called? The Lombardi trophy? Yeah. <laughs> I come and I have that, and that—that's how we are more than conquerors in Christ. That's—that's that's what we work. We work out of that. I'm getting a trophy one day. We don't work out of I hope I get a trophy. I hope I get a crown. I hope I'm good. I'm—I have an expectation. 
that it will be well done and good and faithful servant. And each of us should walk in that expectation. And that love and that grace and that peace of the spirit of adoption, the spirit of completion that's talked about um, in Galatians and Corinthians is actually something that we work from that. So what if I go out today and I'm working from, I'm already victorious. I'm going to have a blast. I'm going to get hit and smashed and, and I'm going to make some fumbles and failure. My first play of a real game, I was a, 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 right, a right end. And I kid you not, these kids had all played sixth grade. I didn't play sixth grade football. I run out. I do a, uh, I forget what it's called. You run out about 10 or 12 feet and you got hit so hard, so fast and dropped the ball. <laughs> I was afraid to catch the ball the rest of the, the game. <laughs> so, but it, it, but if you're like, if you, if you could shake that off, that's what makes us pros. That's what makes us his sons and daughters in this whole thing of life is that we're just, it doesn't, any hit we take, man, it's not that big of a deal. Cancer, schmancher, depression, man, not that big of a deal. But when we go, oh my God, I got cancer, I got cancer, I got cancer, I'm I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. Oh my gosh, I've been bad. I I started smoking, I quit smoking, I started smoking, I started drinking, I started, we all like, or I'm embarrassed, or I'm ashamed, or I can't talk, or I get all frustrated, or I don't believe in this, or I'm, I'm confused here. And we start focusing on our problem, and our problem identifies our whole vision of ourself instead of our promise. And we have a promise of completion, and it's amazing. You know what the enemy does? The enemy keeps pressing and presenting old, legal, non-legal, by the way, because they're old legal documents. Uh, um, uh, new documents have been served, but the enemy keeps serving up the same old junk of you're not good enough, you have to do something, presenting to you all this information about here's why you will not succeed. Here's why you'll fail so you shouldn't try. He preemptively strikes all the time with lies. And we're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he says I'm a, oh my gosh, but it says that Jesus says I'm a horrible person. Look at this scripture. It's like, oh, this letter's from the devil, the one who hates you, the one who hates your father, the one who can't hurt your father so seeks to hurt you. So in hurting you, he hurts your father. And when we think about that, it's a, it's um. It's the same old lies that says the cross was not good enough. And that's what we have here in Galatians. Very early on, very early on, from people that had seen Jesus. So being with Jesus, seeing Jesus, and choosing the foolishness and the right foolishness, because he uses the word fool here, the foolishness of the cross, the simplicity of the cross, to anchor ourselves in that area. And this is why declarations, I'm going to close here with... um, some declarations. This is why declarations are so important because declarations, scriptural declarations counteract the enemy's voice um, as voice as well as your voice. So we all have a running tape that we say, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. This is never going to work. Oh, this, this is going good, but something's going to go wrong tomorrow. Oh, what's going to happen tomorrow? How do I control this? How do I control that? Oh, why am I not doing this? I'm not good enough. It's all, it's all this, it's all this, this ticker tape, this not ticker tape. It's a circular motion and declarations begin to oppose that as you begin to speak them out. And it says here, uh, and it, and it drowns out the voice of the dead man. It drowns out the voice of them. We know ourselves. He knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is working into something good. And the NIV in most translations says all things work together for. So once you declared this with me, every detail in my life, every detail in my life 
is working into something good. So when you speak that over to every detail in your life that's not working good, that's hard to do because it feels ridiculous to use God's word against something that's actually physically happening. But you have to decide what is really true, God's word or what's happening to you today. You you get to choose and then you give each one power. You can give your word power or you can give God's word power. So this is what's interesting. Constant noise has the ability to erode the courage of your opponents. The U.S. military in Guantanamo Bay, Guantanamo Bay used... Um, the only song I was familiar with was, uh, was a Metallica song, and they would use it for hours after hours, for hours and hours and hours. And it's a discordant noise, loud, blaring noise that would, 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 disc, would, would like be confusing to people. So when they asked them questions or they turned it off and they would desensitize them to certain things and sensitize them always in our head. Some of it's your past memories. Some of it's the voices that you've never turned off of your, your parents or, or, or former spouses or just the voice of your, in your head of being a kid when you started putting wrong, um, wrong sentences to what you were doing or how you were. You've, I am this way and I am this way and I am this person. They were wrong and they opposed God's word. Now, if I came in here and sat down with your kids... And I started ranting and raving of 15 minutes of swearing. Every word you can imagine, a very colorful sailor, carpenter sort of way. Would you sit there and stand for that? Probably not. Uh, yeah, sort of, not just rhetorical. <laughs> but but, but we, we wouldn't, would we? We would say, mostly we would say, stop using that language. But you know what? We allow our own, our own flesh, our own soul to repeat back to us cursing things towards us all the time. We allow, we allow the enemy to use the news reports from all different channels to channel in negative news to us. We need a correspondingly loud voice to reply back, no, that is not true of me. No, that is not true of me. My father says that this is true. And um, so the scriptural declarations, there's a, there's a 40-day negativity fast that Christian and I are doing that starts in Lent. Lent starts February 14th. There's a Facebook group for it. There's also, I think, a fa- might be a Facebook event for it. And I'll put out an email this week. And, and you can sign up for a daily email from a guy um, and his wife that does Igniting Hope Ministries. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a positivity feast where you feast on the positive and you fast the negative. So it's a negativity fast. So it's not just like, I won't say because it's not good enough not to say anything negative. You have to say the God portion of it. You've got to say, and, you, and, and, and it, will, it will, some of them will taste bitter, and we've talked about that before, because you'll be, you'll, you'll, you'll be dealing with sickness, you'll be taking a pill, and you'll remember, God is my healer. You're like, I don't feel like he is, and, and it'll taste bitter, it might make you mad, and some will just make you cry, and you'll want to put scripture away, because it's telling you, it's contradicting that discordant, loud volume, volume voice that you've been hearing. And um, these are the declarations you really need to pay attention to. So I want you to repeat some of these. Go ahead and stand. We're going to end here. 
So repeat after me. My prayers are all my needs. I walk in ever-increasing health. Just like Jesus, I prosper in all my relationships. I'm going to break this last one up into two parts. Through Jesus, I am 100% loved. And worthy to receive all God's blessings. All right, take that. I'm going to put that out in an email and just God's blessing and peace and God's life and words over you. Amen.